Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello and welcome. This is Denise Michaels, and I'm here with Chris Moses, and today is September 26, 2017. Hi, Chris. Hey. Hello. Hi. Today is going to be a little bit different. Um, What we're going to do is we have some chapters where the outline wasn't like really kind of fleshed out with them. So we're going to take the time today to kind of flush out those chapters, um, and then that'll be it for today. So anyway, this call might be an hour. It might be shorter. We'll see what happens. So, okay. Um, the first chapter where we need to do this kind of flesh thing out is Chapter 11, <laughs> excuse me, which is taking bad news and making it understandable and relatable. And in life, uh, you you have one bullet here. It says, in life, things just happen to you. What matters is what you do with those things that happen to you. So it says from the movie, 13 Reasons Why. And, of course, there's all kinds of personal growth gurus and stuff like that who said what matters is not what happens to you, but how you deal with it, you know? Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's see if we can come up with maybe four or five more things as far as big ideas that you want to share on that chapter. Do you want me to give you what I'm thinking of? Are you with me? Chris. Chris. We'll call right back. Hello? Hi. That was odd. My my phone didn't like the topic, so it shut up on me. 
But hey, it's back up. Yeah. I talked to it. I, you know, I kind of like went through this and then I said, so what do you think, Chris, or something like that? And then there was like silence. So I said, well, I have an idea. And then there was more silence. So I thought you got disconnected. So anyway. All right. What do I say? Anyway. T- taking yeah, bad news and making it understandable and relatable. You know, what? I think if you are if you are receiving bad news, how you handle that is important, you know? And then if you have to tell others bad news, how you explain it makes a difference. I don't know. What do you think? I agree. I think there's two sides of it, kind of like being a manager or an employee. Receiving bad news. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm listening. I guess on the receiving bad news, to to keep it in the whole sane mentality is where, where I see people receive bad news badly is they go with the first thing that, that hits their mind and then they they tell themselves a story and how it's going to impact them and 90% or more of the time that story never comes true. I think, I think Mark uh, Twain had a quote like that. He said, uh, I've told myself a thousand times that something's going to happen and then it's happened once or twice. What uh, there's a quote maybe I can find out who said this like ninety percent of the things that we worry about never come true. That's true. Yep. Let's see Mark Twain's quote. Percent of the things we worry about never come true. Okay. Good. And then oh, here um, you go. Mark Twain is. I've had a lot of worries in my life most of which never happened. Okay. All right. Let me just do it that way. I've had a lot of worries in my life, most of which never happened. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. Go ahead. So, like, bad news, for example, I just finished up a call with a, a client about doing a uh-huh. span of control analysis. And with a span of control, you identify if you don't, if there's too many spans, a span being levels within the organization. So when, okay. when a manager who manages one person, are they really a manager or do you need that headcount? You have one manager manage six people. So then people are like, oh my, I'm going to get fired. Well, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Chances are you're not. If you're a top performer, companies don't give rid of top performers, so that's what makes them successful, but they worry about it. Chances are they're probably going to be reassigned or something else is going to happen. So I think think people personalize bad news and make it their bad news. Well, don't we uh, personalize everything? You know, it's like if you go on a roller coaster, don't you know, it's like, I mean, millions of times this roller coaster has gone around the track and done just fine, and you think that you're on the one train that's going to fly off the track or something. Yeah. 9-11, what happened with the airline industry, it, it took years and years to fix because people thought their plane's going to blow up or it's going to fly into a building. Well, after 9-11, they put these almost safe-like doors on the cockpit. People can't get in there. 
so flying became safer, but people still personalized it and had those images that they don't want this to happen to me. And flying is safer than driving. Right. Right. Good. Good, good. All right. So if someone has to, a leader or a advisor or a manager, has to give bad news to others, um, uh, what's like the, just kind of like a placeholder we can use um, as far as, you know, how to do that? Hey, delivering bad news is, is critical in how you set up. the. Sto- it's always a story of what's happening to bring them in so they understand it. And then you as a leader have to depersonalize it for them and help them out. Like, for example, the Spock thing. If if it's a, you're you're worried about one over one manager, so all the people have one direct report are going to say, oh, we're, we're all getting fired. Well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the legal department. A lawyer may have a paralegal, and they work as a team, and that's how it's set up, and that's the right structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, what is, like, um, like the fallout? Like, let's say there's bad news, and it really doesn't mean any changes to the department, but people freak out. I mean, is it possible you can lose people? Oh, yeah. What they, could be they, the possible follow, fallout? They, cre- they create their own stories. They share their stories with other people, which then creates more paranoia. Work productivity goes down. They leave the company, or the company suffers. And then somebody we just makes like we we just make stories up of the worst things in the world. <laughs> what bad news is there? Okay. All right. Good. So that'll give us some things to go on when we kind of expand on that chapter and and uh, you know spend more time on it. Um, the next one is chapter 12. It says, retail, excuse me, retail customers, bad customer service stories, okay, which, you know, we've all heard these before. Would you say that you want the, the, um, the chapter to focus just on bad customer service stories? I don't know what it- I forget why we put that one in there. We robbery, what should an employee do? Life is worth more. Right, right, right. I'm I'm talking, thinking about 7-Eleven and when that guy beat up some dude. Does this chapter even fit into our book anymore? Does, does it flow with the rest of the chapters? I, I mean, really, the rest of it is more on sort of corporate and office kinds of employees, you know, um, so that kind of has to be your call, but personally, I think it's a little bit of a bump in the road compared to the rest of the chapters. Okay. Well, there. I made your life easier. We can get rid of that. All right. Let's do that. Okay. All right. So now we move, we move everything up, and um, what was Chapter 13 is now Chapter 12. Well, why, don't, why don't we just put for 12, just put TBD. That way, because I have my, my thing here, and that way I'll, we'll have our chapters match. TBD, to be discussed. Uh, yeah, well, we probably won't do anything, but it'll keep my chapter 13 matching your chapter 13. 
Right. Well, see what it does is it changes it changes all of them. But at any rate, um, okay, we'll keep that. And then chapter thirteen is uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna put the word deleted. Uh, formerly the- retail. Okay, but it will. I mean, that's what happens is you delete one and it changes the rest of the numbers after that. So anyway, but just keep things the same, okay? Chapter 14 on how finesse can be more sane than human. Okay, so then we have the chapters on fun. So that's 15, 16, 17, and 18. Did you you keep chapter 13? Um, Bonus plan connecting with people? Total rewards, bonus plan, connecting with people. Okay, you know what? I put the number in the wrong place. My apologies. Let me do that again. Uh, 13. Oops. Okay. All right. So total rewards, bonus plan, connecting with people. Trust is the one thing that everyone has in common. Um, They want to trust their employees, customers, and leaders. Okay. So what are the big ideas, um, in addition to trust, that you want to make sure we include in this chapter? Uh, I think part of the total rewards thing is accuracy. If you're going to connect people, if you provide crappy data and crappy services, then you, you lose credibility. Uh, you lose credibility. Okay, good. Okay, good. And then uh, if on the, on the total rewards area, a lot of data flows into total rewards from different departments, even when right. you have like payroll. And if the process is broken and, and you allow people to go around your process, even if it's a good process to go around it, then you're endorsing it. And you're once once you let one person do it, others will pick up on it. If people go around the process, you're endorsing it. So you got to put a stop to it. Or in that commercial, I think about Experian. They go chop that thing down. <laughs> do you see the okay. Experian CEO retired today? Yes, I is that Experian or was that Equifax? Oh well, wait, they're all the same, aren't they? Uh, it yeah, was one that breach. Was Equifax that breach? Yep. Equifax was the one with the data breach, and a couple of weeks ago, I saw it was like they he tried to make like a "we're sorry, clean this thing up" kind of video, you know. But I mean, people are ticked, so because you know the first the thing is is most people don't like those companies anyway. You know. Yeah. So anyway, all right. No trust there. So data data flows in from different areas. If people go around the process, you're endorsing it. Stop it. Okay. What else? What else are the big ideas you want to make sure are covered in this chapter on total rewards? Oh, when things are accomplished and paid, uh, move beyond just giving them a check. Celebrate. And then even if you, this might be a little bit odd, but even if you do not achieve a bonus, you're not, and you didn't do good for that year, still go semi-celebrate and 
celebrate your failures so that you don't do them next year. Because I think what people do is they don't talk about failure. They don't. They don't want to. They, they they always want to talk about successes. But I think as we talked before, failure is really the best way to learn. Fail fast. Right. So you mean when bonuses are accomplished and paid? Yeah, bonuses or anything. Any chance chance you get to celebrate, celebrate. Any chance you get to celebrate is a good thing. (laughs) Okay. All right. So what other major ideas do you want to make sure that you include in the total rewards chapter? Um, now, does it connect with people? Are there some particular strategies that you want to share in this chapter on connecting with people? Mm, I don't have any ideas. What's, you don't have any idea? Uh, do you okay. have any ideas? <laughs> well, you know, I'm thinking something like um, being positive, being a good listener. I think a lot of connecting with people has to do with letting them feel heard, you know? Yeah, I think I agree. People, uh, so people get heard. I don't think being positive is necessarily the way to connect with oh. people all the time. Well, yeah, uh, because that leads to insanity, but... Yeah, I think it's more just being honest and straightforward. You know, while you're doing that, you can be friendly. You can be positive. If the news is bad, then you just are matter of fact. Be honest, straightforward, and friendly. Okay. And uh, I'm going to put this up here. In the when you have to share bad things, is the news is bad. Be Straightforward. Okay. All right. Good. But anything else in the total reward? I mean, and you know, we're going to have a whole, you know, session together to expand on it and everything. But I just want to have a little, you know, kind of direction as far as when I talk to you and how I ask you questions and everything. So mm-hmm. anyway. Okay. So under fun, we have, you know, because we've got the facts, finesse, and fun. Um, you have chapters 15, 16, 17, and 18, right? Mm-hmm. So chapter 15 is all about putting the benefits of putting fun in the workplace. And it says, if you're taking life seriously, there must be something wrong with you. And the fastest way to insanity is taking life seriously, mm-hmm. right? So yep. talk a little bit more about benefits of putting fun in the workplace. Benefits of putting fun in the workplace. Mm. I think it makes people feel connected to each other. Yeah, it does. It connects. It opens it up. It provides conversation. When when I decorated the office at Alvaro and put all those bulletin boards up so it looked like a second-grade classroom, all these mm-hmm. people from different floors showed up on my floor and looked around and laughed about it, and we met a lot of people we never knew worked at Alvaro. Right. Right. So it makes people feel connected and more open. Um, Do you think it might make people feel 
a little more dedicated to their job? I think they'd be more willing to come to work. They're dedicated, maybe. I don't know if you can... I, I guess there's more loyalty. So if you're enjoying your time, you're more loyal to it. I, I go to restaurants because I enjoy it. And I have these restaurants that I have specific waiters and waitresses that I go and I say, I'll, I'll make my reservation at Nick and Sam's and say, is Gabriel working that night? And they say, no, he's not. I said, okay, let me go a different night. So I go visit with Gabriel because he's just an awesome waiter. He's entertaining. He knows my family. He makes it fun. Right. Right. And I give a lot right. of money for that. Right. Okay, good. And um, what else is our, what are other benefits of putting fun in the workplace you want to make sure you talk about in this chapter? Like, as far as the I, CEO is concerned, right, who probably has I, little to do with the fun, you know, how can he see that or she see that? I think what they're looking at is value. How, how okay, I make my environment fun. What does that do? How do I increase the stock price? And I think it, there's probably a study out there, it's probably 10 of them, that'll say less stressful workplaces have better accuracy, time to convert whatever their business is, is faster and better. And it, it faster helps you turnaround out. Time. And people, if, if it's a good environment, they're not rushing out the door like the aerospace company. They're willing to work a little bit longer. Look, look at what Google does. People at Google work like dogs, but yeah, they have yeah. free free food, back massages, these bicycles to ride around in, great meeting rooms. Right. I want one of those bikes. <laughs> the little three wheelers with a with a little basket in the back. Right. I want one of those bikes. Adult free food, massages, uh, bikes. Okay. Good. Good. All right, so one more thing about uh, the benefits of putting fun in the workplace. Like, how, do you, how would you encourage a manager or an executive to start? You know, like, let's say it's a pretty straight place, not a whole lot of fun going on, and you want to start. How do you think they start without people thinking you're crazy or nuts? I just let them think you're crazy or nuts. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, how do you start? I, I think communication is important, and it's just sitting down with a team and saying this isn't working. It's no fun. Right. Now they may think you're crazy when you do that, so we're, we're back in the communication mode, and you, you see, so you can't dictate fun. It just has to be. It just is. So Solera, for example. Yeah, it's what Solera is doing. They they fix their building. You wrote about the four to five million dollar upgrade. They have a bar. Sure. They have a massage chair, but it's just not fun. Nobody likes it there. Right. I saw that on their, their their glass door that their rating went down another point to one point eight, and their CEO wow. approval rating down to twenty two percent. Okay. All right. So I wrote can't dictate fun has to be spontaneous and real. Yeah, it's it, you really have to enjoy having fun. People who just don't like having fun, they're just no fun. You know, I, th- I think Larry in his book said, if you have somebody who's really good at their job and they don't want to talk to people, put them in an office and close the door. I'm a fan right. of that. Right. 
Right, right. So chapter, you have to out what's fun for them. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Right. So chapter 16, oh, wait, let me write this down. Okay. Uh, figure out what will be fun for them. Okay. All right. So chapter 16 is go beyond the company picnic, right? And you just have one bullet there. It says, do it on work time. Yep. Right. So company company picnics are are horrible. You, you, you pick a Saturday, and you're inviting everybody, their, their family, to come to this company picnic. And it's like nobody wants to go because Saturday's their day. You're now making a work day, and everybody gets worried, what am I going to wear, what which it's such a waste of time, and, and nobody enjoys it. And we, Advanced Auto Parts had great company picnics. They had the jumpy things for the kids. They had a band. They had all kinds of stuff, but nobody liked it. Right. We, we came because the CEO was going to be there, and we wanted to be seen. And I would, I would tell my wife, uh, we've got to go to this. I know we got a soccer game. So we'd run there, spend a few minutes. I would... Uh, like you get a plate of food and eat it real quick and then you'll shake some hands and then go back to our weekend life. Right. Right. But comedy picks, I think is just too big to, to create some type of momentum. It starts in the team where we talked about going out to lunch with your team, visiting with your team, having dinner at your house, maybe once or twice a year when it's convenient for the team. Cause then the people want to work to, who work together, want to stay together. I didn't really care to go to a company picnic with somebody who was in the audit team. I had no clue who they were. Didn't really care to know them. Okay, good. Good. What else do you want to make sure that you cover um, in the chapter on go beyond the company picnic? Um, I, I mean, know. I think what you else? can do like small things on a weekly basis, you know? Yeah, small or just do anything on a weekly basis. Most people don't do anything. I, I the guy I met, a Chester Elton. I met him years ago at Home Depot. He he writes the Carrot Principle books, and he's worked for OC Tanner. And he said to me one day, "How many times does somebody have to be thanked before it becomes annoying?" And the answer was seventeen. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. And he said, well, how many times have you been thanked 17 times in one day? It's like, never. You can go weeks without getting thanked or without getting recognized or oh, any type of appreciation of your work or even caring. I think, I think, as you wrote in a different chapter, by being direct and having that feedback when things aren't going well is a way of caring and showing somebody that you like <laughs> what they're doing or, or care for them as a person and their success. Right, right. So what you're saying is really just being polite to each other, treating each other courteously. I think respectful is good. I, I'm not, I have to look at the word courteous. Courteous might go into bureaucracy. Let me see. Is it a synonym? Yeah, let's see here. Let's see, I just looked it up on Cortana. Courteous, polite, respectful, or considerate in manner. 
Okay. We can use that. Okay. All right. Good. That's good okay, word. that's good. Anything else you want to make sure you cover in the chapter on Go Beyond the Company Picnic? Not now. I'm sure something would come up. I guess okay. they should have worked on these a while ago. Yeah, that's okay. Um, what about things like holidays, like, you know, Halloween or Christmas or Thanksgiving or Fourth of July? I mean, do you recommend doing anything in alignment with certain holidays throughout the year? You know, uh, I, I, there's nothing wrong with doing things like that. The the thing that I don't like about holidays and celebrating them at work is uh, it's an excuse to not recognize performance. And actually, I used to give a speech at Elmira College about the four four things in a person's career, four times that they should not be recognized for. And you see it all the time. And the first one was when you start your job, you have all these congratulations, welcome to the company. They take you out to lunch or dinner, and everybody's hoops and hollers that you're there, but you haven't done anything. And then you have the people who have been busting their butts for months or weeks on projects who say, holy crap, this guy's not done anything. He comes to the office, he gets free lunch. I'm working every night, and I don't even get, like, a, a water. So it oh, kind of kills But that's what it is. It's, it's, it's for you're, it's, I think Aubrey Daniels, uh, his book, um, Bring Out the Best in People, said you're recognizing people for stuff a dead man can do. So you bring a dead person to the office, well, then you throw a party. They didn't do anything. The, the next thing that I think that I think is well overdone is birthdays. Everybody feels as though that they have to have a birthday party every week or every month for their employees. Well, birthdays are for your your family. I, I, and when you get to a certain level, I had 50 people reporting to me. There's no way I could remember every birthday and side cards and stuff and then take them out to lunch. But if you start doing that, then you forget somebody's birthday. Like, well, they don't like me. But Yeah, right, right. I mean, they're not, you're, you're not doing anything for their benefit. You're not, you're not recognizing it for doing something great. And if you get to a certain age, you know, I'm 42 now. I don't want to celebrate a birthday. I don't want people to know how old I am. Maybe when I was 21, right. I... The, I'm excited about that. Last year, last year on my birthday, I said, okay, now I'm going to start counting the numbers backwards. You know? Yeah. So sometimes yeah. it offends people to, to tell me your birthday because they go, how old are you? I'm 55. I don't want to tell you that, you bozo. Right, right, right. So my my, my Our, mother has, I remember when I turned 40, my mom said to me, finally it happened. I'm like, what? What, what happened? What? Like you're older than me. Like, oh, really? Because I've never last, I, I have been celebrated or done anything since 39. So I'm always 39. Mm-hmm. So, 39, Yeah, so the third thing that feels celebrated is anniversaries, that you've been there for a year, which just means that you sat at a desk and maybe did nothing. And then you take people out to lunch or dinner and celebrate, and people who are busting their butt once again says, well, that guy hasn't done anything all year, and I'm busting my butt, and you didn't recognize me. And the final time, which I think is the worst thing to do, is when people leave. You throw up, oh, we're sorry to see you go, and we've missed you. You're so great. You're so awesome. And uh, then the person gets completely confused because the reason they're leaving is because you never recognized them in the first place for what they were doing. Now, now, like, I remember this this lovely, lovely lady, Carly, from Albemarle. 
and she was a recruiter. And so she she had worked there for two or three years, and she decided to go somewhere else to be a recruiter. She took a lateral, which we talked about earlier. Is That means that you didn't do well as a manager. And they right. have this, they got her a cake. I mean, she was very popular, very cute girl. Everybody liked her. Uh, I said, we're going to miss you. And when the, and the big surprise for her, she came in. There's 40 people in the room saying goodbye to her. And and um, I talked to her afterwards. She was a little teary-eyed. I said, what's the matter? She says, well, I wish they told me this ahead of time because I thought that they didn't like what I did. That's why I'm leaving. And I can't change my mind. Right, right. So, anyway, right. that's my diatribe on that. But not spending the time recognizing performance as opposed to recognizing things that you just have to breathe to do. Sure, sure. Okay. So Chapter 17 is called Expect the Best and Provide the Best. And the one bullet we have here is a story I remember you telling me about a guy who had um, people over for dinner, I think at his house, or maybe it was a restaurant, and (laughs) serving... Filet mignon and lobster and all that kind of stuff. So, yep. um, what what else are that? What would you say are major things that you want to make sure you cover in the chapter on expect and provide the best? Yeah, so, if you're expecting the best, now the restaurant thing is something that I do. It's from my first boss a long time ago, um, <laughs> and he had everybody over, and I said it's really expensive. Well, they expect the best, so I I do it with my team uh, twice a year. Uh, mm-hmm. lobster, filet mignon, scallops, bison, whatever whatever the flavor of the day is, and some really expensive whiskey. And uh, I think that goes a long way um, because it, it gets the team together, it gets those jabs up, but then, then just inside the office, well, if you're expecting the best of the people, are you giving them your best? Are, are you on your phone wasting their time while they're trying to talk to you? It drives me nuts when I get into meetings and I'm talking to somebody and then they're they're halfway listening. Right. So it's more important for them to be on their phone. Or looking at their phone. Phone, yeah. And, and you, the thing that I think has kind of irritated me the most is on, like, video conferencing. It's, it's become so common for video conferencing that people, they don't really care if they're on the video. So you can <laughs> you can see them, like, doing other things besides listening to you or contributing to the meeting, which is going to give you, right. they're not giving you your their best. They're, they're giving you what the minimal amount needed so that you'll just go away at some point. And it's not right. bothering for the day. Giving the minimum needed so you'll go away. <laughs> that's, what they're, that's what they're doing. I, I, yeah. There's a, a head of HR lady that I know right now at a company that I, and I know some of our team members, and they've all complained about it. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, she, she's funny. She's on video conferencing, and she's at her home uh, doing this. And while the meeting's going on, she's petting her dogs and doing all these things not related to the meeting. Wow. Because, okay. Because because she's the head of HR, everybody's afraid to say something to her. So they call me up and complain. Okay. All right. What else do you want to make sure you cover in the chapter on expect the best and provide the best? Um, I don't know. What do you think? 
let's see. Let me think about it. We talked about the dinners. What about things like the best in terms of um, tools for the workplace or instruction for doing your job? I think that's a, a good point. Is you can't expect somebody to give you a huge analysis on a timely banner if they don't have the right equipment or tools. Well, we're doing tools, right? That's what we're saying. That's part of the sanity thing. Mental sanity, right. education, and tool sanity. And you can educate them, but if, if you don't give them the tools, then you work. You can't work in finance without giving them Excel. You can't work right. in marketing with let you have like Adobe or some kind of graphics program. Sure, sure, sure. Tools, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're expecting people to do the best but they don't have the tools, they're either going to be stymied or it's going to take them a lot longer. Yep. Or it takes a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good. And what would you say are the rewards to a business of expecting the best and providing the best? Your people are more engaged. Your turnover is way down. Your value of the company goes up. Turnover goes down. Value goes up. Okay. Southwest, I think, is always publicized on this, on what they do with their employees. They, they underpay them. They're paid below market. But they have low turnover because you know, they give them the best of, they get free airfare, they get great vacations, they treat people well. Provide a lot of other benefits. Okay, uh, good. Love. It gives them love. What's that? I think Southwest is their their ticker symbol is L-U-V on on Wall Street. Oh, L-U-V, yeah. Okay. Right, because their logo is a heart heart and everything. So, anyway. Okay. All right. Now, on Chapter 18, be open to fun ideas for your company. You actually have three bullets, so we could just get maybe – two more or something like that. Um, The first one you have is people like to win. When their team wins, they say, we won. When their team loses, they say, they lost. So it's kind of like, you know, they identify with winners and they try to keep the losers at an arm's length, you know, right? Yeah. So uh, the next bullet you have is go beyond the, the cubicle. Um, and then the last one you have here is open office environments are horrible. In some departments, it works like marketing and accounting, no. Um, and you told me, you know, you talked about that very briefly once before and said, you know, in accounting, they want, you know, this quiet, nice, private atmosphere to crunch numbers in. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, what's a good way for a manager to be open to fun ideas? Like, I mean, you have to be kind of a little crazy, a little nutty. Yeah. I think you have to be able to say yes more than you say no. 
even if you don't agree with it. And I've I've funded um, yeah. out of my team. I, I'm I'm now trying to get exercising. I've not been that good at it, but uh, my my team wanted to do this like mud run thing, which I think was lots of fun for them. <laughs> I wasn't gonna get on that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so did you do it? No, but they did. They did. Okay. Well, you could go and cheer them on, right? I I could have, but I was I was I was hoping it. Yeah, but I I had no interest in, in doing that. I've I've outgrown going bar hopping. I know the, the younger crowd still likes to do that. I did it when I was a kid. But, you know, have fun with it. Right. Let them do it. Sponsor it. Do. Think fun. You know, fun doesn't always cost money. Fun is just fun. Doesn't always have to cost money. Yeah, so somewhere between I think the age of maybe ten and the rest of your life is when somewhere along the line it became that the only time you have fun is if you invested in it. But if you're younger, you had a football, you had a bicycle, you had a, some of the greatest stories of your life were when you were a kid and you had a lot of fun. Right. Right. So what okay. can you do to relive those, right? Right. And um, good, good, good. Anything else in terms of be open to fun ideas for your company? No. I don't know. Find okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's, just be open. Just, just stop being yeah, closed. Be open. Right, that, right. And, and being well, open like means to... you may, may need to change yourself. It's no fun. You can have a, a bring in all the fun and excitement like Calera did, but if it's just you're not any fun, you're yelling at people, then it doesn't matter what you're going to do. It's no fun. Right, right. I remember there was, I forget which book it was, but it was, some of the effect of going to the party is no fun if you got beat up on the ways of the party. Yeah. Party is no fun if you get beat up on the way. Well, I think we've got it. All right. Sweet. Okay. Good. Good. So let's schedule a time uh, for next week. Okay. Okay. Uh, in time? In what? channel? Uh, Tuesday, that would be October the 3rd at 10 o'clock Central Time. Yeah, that's fine. That's our schedule. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks. Take care, Chris. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.
know. I'm just letting you know the situation. I think I'm going to kick you out. I don't think you can come back anymore. I will work on a solution for this, but uh, there's just a lot. Neutralizing and trapping the odor, so when you finally flush, the only thing that goes into the air is that subtle sense of whether it's the citrus. Yeah, Joel, and I'm starting the fireplace from scratch. I don't know whether to laugh or cry.
anything, anything at all about how shoved back it is. <laughs> oh, we, we had it fully built, and somebody made me rip it all back out again. I heard about that. I, I heard about that. that. that was, yeah. Don't look how fabulous it is. And it's such an amazing way to walk in and like get to what you see the beautiful big glass, fireplace, everything is just it's only but so gorgeous. I just you walk in here and you're no longer trapped in this long cavernous hallway. You instantly are in the space. It's just gorgeous and it's open. And it's bright. Very it's very bright. Are the stained glass windows phenomenal? Yeah, they're the fact that you guys are able to save that is impressive. That looks great. You'd never know we started with a rough space that needed so much structural work. But I think Shannon and I, we made some great design choices here, and now you have a cozy living space that's open to the dining room for easy entertainment. Oh, look at that table. This is a dining room with character. Yes, I love this table. This is so cool. Bench a bit more people. We just crowd as many in here as we can. Yeah, love entertainment. This is going to be much better than our old out chairs in the basement. No, you didn't even notice. The wall over here, I told you when it was all done, it would disappear, but we had to make it a little bit bigger to have the HVAC. I was a little bit nervous. Shannon came home and told me that there is a wall and that it was even bigger than originally. So I didn't know what was going to happen to our space. It was set up. You wanted to keep every square inch of the space, and I respect that. So I really factored that into the floor plan of the design. You wanted as much room as possible for entertaining your family and friends. One of the best parts is that you have the opening concept that you were looking for, right from the living room to the dining room and this beautiful kitchen. This is amazing. <laughs> I didn't think this was possible in this space. I love that this kitchen is beautiful and functional. It's not just something that we can come in and look at. We can actually use it. So it's pretty fantastic. Look at this stove. One that is an actual, like, man-sized stove so that I can do something with it. A man-sized <laughs> Yeah. 
kind of draws of the student life way too long, but now they can wrap the evening knowing they have a newly renovated home. Shannon was a tough sell, but eventually came around after her second visit to the Chick's Rupper. Jonathan had several setbacks, dealing with serious issues like asbestos removal and insulation, and the homeowner's grueling schedule complicated matters further, but Jonathan still managed to come in just a bit over budget and almost on time. Now Shannon and Darl can leave their cramped basement behind and start enjoying their new home life. Darl and Shannon surprised me with their style. They do have great taste. I'm just glad I was able to deliver. Are you happy in the end when you need you rip out the fireplace and throw it back in? Yeah. Changes in the left. They're my favorite. <laughs> I don't remember that. No. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, Check us out on Twitter at Mr. Drew Scott, at Mr. Silver Scott, and hashtag Crop <laughs> Coming up on Property Brothers. Yes, you have me. <laughs> I'll help them realize a fixer upper to be their perfect home. <laughs> And I'll transform it into their great home. <laughs> 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 this sound isn't like your imperfections either. Welcome to your new home. Lowell and Craig are high school sweethearts, and they need to find a house fast for their adorable daughter Riley and their cute pop Jones. High school sweethearts, that is so cute. Oh, big stuff. Can I try to go and stop on that? Contractors can use words like cute and kitten at five. Now, 
Amos or maybe that's a really giving you five months out of the year, maybe six, if you get away, maybe seven, depending on how you want to put that, um, that gives them according to their birthday. Honestly, to me, these are beautiful. Each of these, all individual, darling, fabulous glass um, ornaments that hang on the glass tree. You like them up if you want to. Or you do chocolate. Right. Or mix and match, create your own color ways, give them a gift. Yeah. Everybody needs to be acknowledged for the holidays. This looks like it's something from a boutique. Yeah, and it's very affordable. Yeah. Uh, four pounds and seven dollars, twenty-two cents. I would get that. I'd really get that if I were you. Thank you, Jenny. Hey, honey, keep it coming your way. Hey, all right. I know going to forgive me. And also, since you're going to love scratching. Are you cleaning all the time? I am. I am exactly like that. In my house, nothing is out of place. There's so much more to this house you're going to love. Imagine a bigger table. you got 10, 12 people around here. You can easily fit 12, 15, even 20 if you want to. I mean, the, it's endless possibilities there, and that's really important. Top of line appliances. Kitchen need an area. Oh, wow. I like how the kitchen doesn't have sound at all. You're able to fit. A pretty decently sized table with a really nice island. Yeah, the kitchen is incredible. The island is expansive. I love that it has a large six burner range. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Oh, wow. Now, this is flexible. You can watch movies in here. You can play ping pong in here. There's a piano. Oh, there is a piano. Yeah, that's it. If someone could play a song, you want to come a little fa la ti da? I can see you're no longer the nerdy piano. I feel like I'm about to be insulted.
right. For her first time, I, I was very impressed. Today's Indian dance lesson was a big hit, both for Will and Billy. Thank you. 
piece of room. I had a bonus room in the past, but I think you guys know what. Is this a room with a love? I've never seen a room like this before. Is this a garage? So, first of all, simmer down. Obviously, there's no major settling in the corner of the house and a constant slab to crack. Honestly, I think this would be an incredible playroom. I'm having a lot of issues with cracking the floor and holes in the floor.
grape gas rain, custom cabinets, and granite countertops. <laughs> Finally, the dining room, a harvest table, lots of seating, and rustic accents will turn this into the perfect room for hosting. Definitely like the idea of just really opening it up and giving us that peninsula, giving us that extra space that we need. It sounds comfortable. This sort of feels stretched. If you look beyond this, the backyard is absolutely beautiful. Check that out. It's green and it's luscious. I'm Katie Gaber. If you see the hot tub, which is a little concerning with the baby, I do want that. I try to avoid them. They're not my cup of tea, so I don't take that. <laughs>
morning, Saturday bed, Thursday morning, Tuesday bed. It's a trend, you know, over the country, and it's supposed to be very much focused on using your book. The problem? A photo op is not going to solve the problem. The president needs to be on this. He's not a real estate developer. He doesn't get to pick which zip codes he's going to help or which zip codes he's going to build some Trump Tower in. He needs to be focused on helping all the people in the country. Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens. They pay U.S. federal income tax. They deserve uh, the attention of their government and their president. Well, to that point, indeed, thanks to you and thanks to Nick Stankles here. And the situation, as you describe it, in Puerto Rico is dire. With running water, communications are limited at best. The islands couldn't have power for months. Now there are concerns that the aftermath of Hurricane Maria could prompt a mass exodus as well. NBC's Gabe Gutierrez is at the San Juan Airport, where you can see people have been lined up. Now you see also, I believe, water there on the conveyor belt to surprise this coming in on the planet. Gabe? Okay.
character, but I do want them to flow. You know, I want them to flow no, together. So they probably won't be the same, but again, I'm still, I'm still trying to get over that. So you're good. You're on board with the other Close 
nice wide opening, 10, 12 feet, but you would not have that complete open contact. What sort of savings are we talking about? $10,000. Johnson's proposal takes the $11,200 mark and brings it back down to $1,200, which is much more manageable for us right now. <laughs> that was stressful, but at least they were open to my suggestion. We're moving the interior door of the family room and installing the framework for the new wall. <laughs> we're finally starting to make headway, except I got a call from Craig and he needs to see me right away. <laughs> Well, I'm wondering if, like, if something's symmetrical, given we are keeping the rest of the room symmetrical and we are enclosing it on both sides, should this be a window or something else belong over You've got so much light, so many windows in this room that it's going to be pretty impressive. So, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. You're not even going to notice it. Are you really sure that you don't think we need to add the extra window here for the symmetrical? <laughs> I mean, it would have changed our whole thought. Now we're kind of putting a fixed thing in on both sides, and we just want to make sure the room is balanced. If they want to put a window where we've already passed the door, that is going to be an extra, and I'd have to go back to the window company and see if we can even fit it into the design. This is going to be a pricey project. <laughs> it already is. Tricky and way behind schedule with all these added tasks. The subfloor alone is a huge project. Every board needs to be pulled up before we can lay the new timing group fiber. <laughs> I'm really glad we went with this new beam and folks design. It'll save us a ton of money and still feel open. Apparently, Laurel finds this top making decision, so it's time to put that to the test. I know you guys love to be very hands-on and picking everything. Well, get hands-on with this. This is actually the grant that I have in my home in Vegas. I definitely no fun. Breathe is an amazing thing. 
But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevision helps your brain and actually in uh, what he called these players. It'll be interesting to see if this becomes a kind of litmus test in, in some of these primaries, for instance. If, if you know, it'll become you know, kind of question, do you think that the NFL should regulate the, the behavior of players during, you know, during the national anthem? Uh, but again, I think we're going to see this more and more from this president. It's kind of building into white identity politics, uh, the culture war he very much sees himself as a culture, a warrior is where he's comfortable. It certainly works, I think, uh, to bind him to the state. To find him to his face, which yeah. is 30 something percent of the American people at best. So I don't get the end game. I get, I get if you're about to be embarrassed again in Obamacare, uh, if we're about to hit nine months and you have zero big legislative victories, I get that you want to keep your base happy. Uh, but as you keep your base happy, uh, is, it, is this something that will pass, or is this something that in keeping the base, part of the base, happy today uh, could come back to bite down the road a year or two? You know, look, this is a complicated issue because there it, it, it's multiple issues rolled into one. There is this question of the flag, respect for the national anthem. There is a real debate about this brutality, which is what actually started this and has gotten lost in all of this. And Trump has this ability to uh, pick on issues where he knows he's going to get sort of a liberal freakout, where he knows that the elite media is going to just be all over this. And that when you actually look at the issue from the perspective of Americans, it actually is a little more complicated. He was smart on the one piece of Charlottesville that he was pretty smart on is trying to turn it into an issue about Confederate statues, not about what actually happened on the campus there. But I think the bigger question for Trump is, even if you win this debate, who cares? Why is this the debate that the President of the United States should be deciding he's going to fight right now? That, to me, whether whether it rallies his base or not, is still pretty confounding. And up to extreme weather. We are in search of some small, maybe viney, um, a pop teller. Okay. Yeah. teller. But the biggest thing for me is finding something that we know was fan of Texas Well, I think this is going to be perfect for you. There's a, a couple different types of denim we have here. I love these. Yeah, they're really popular, and they're going to put up a little bit of a flower, but mostly people like them for the color, the, the bright green. Uh -huh. I think the more color, the better. Okay. The variety kind of spots a lot. Okay, well, we can do that for sure. We can just do a few flats of this and get you set up with a few periwinkles, and you'll be good to go. Awesome. <laughs> Casey's cousin still hasn't said if he's able to buy the guest cabin or not. So, for all she goes, Sam goes to land on the floorboard. And brilliant black paint on the baseboard shines brightly next to the dark pool. It's getting close to auction, and that means sprucing the house up. First up is the outside, and the green ring and window box with the truck load of white.
making decisions, but I feel like I'm on a mission and I have to find something today and generate the day to do it. I'm happy to be here, absolutely. Uh, I love shopping for life. No, so you find something here. Yeah, we all agree on You mean that? Okay. We agree on All right, whatever you say. These are really pretty, but they just don't go with our style. You mean clean, white, no color whatsoever? No, we're not in color, but I just don't think that they go with that more busted kind of look that seems to be the theme of things. Four about three minutes. 
all brand new windows. Everything now here is energy efficient. What's it all feel to finish off? It's going to be gorgeous. Uh, why are they different sizes? Why are those windows larger than those windows? Just for the, the distance that we have to go. If you have these posts on that one there. I don't like that at all. I actually hate it. That's all we've been saying constantly. We want it to be too much more. We want it to match. And now it doesn't match at all. And there's this funky pose that's sticking out in the middle of the room. And it's, I don't know how you can hide that with furniture, drapes, or whatever. You can't. Just there. The windows are not even the same size. It just really looks bad. No, it really doesn't. No, I really, I'm, I don't like it. Don't like it. If we're going to do exactly the same as that side over there, we have to go and do a whole new beam. So put in a beam with the standard steel plate in there all the way across from the outside just for the sake of removing that one post. And it's needs a lot of money. I know. I just feel like we spent a lot of money on the windows, and we were never told that they wouldn't match. I think that it looks worse having the window here with this post than it would have been not having the window at all. Because then it would have been, like, purposefully different, whereas here it sort of looks like I have not. I have never heard from Mr. Miller's office, from the FBI, 
Uh, and then we had an initial contact from the Senate Intelligence Committee asking us to preserve records. Ideal for entertaining. If you guys remember, when we toured this house, 
working with Jonathan was great. We had our ups and downs. But, you know, in the end, it was great working with such a professional because he got the job done, and he got it done way behind our expectations. I want you to tell me what you think of the shell. The shells are awesome. They're pretty darn cool. Yeah, they're awesome. No one will know. It'll be our little secret that this actually pays us thousands and thousands of dollars that we've hidden the post inside of. Yeah, it's awesome. It works out really well. It's very nice. This is the big thing. Look at your window. Symmetrical. It's awesome. Yeah. No posts, no posts. They'll line up. Great. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's just incredible to finally see it all one level. Oh. It really makes the space look so much larger. This room already had great bones, but I think the updated windows and floor really give it a timeless elegance without sacrificing its rustic charm. And the piano will be very happy here. You yeah. would never think that this was a demolished floor. Yeah, I love this one. And look at her face. Oh, my I think I know which of those butterflies is the most beautiful one. Oh, my God. That was so great. Does it feel like it could ever be anything but a beautiful player? No, this is what this room is for. Thank you. 
Decatur, Illinois, and one in Georgia. But it's the Decatur here in Texas that lays claim to the gambling slang, Bader from Decatur. It means rolled an eight in the game cracked. Into Decatur are the flipping moves, and they're hoping for their own
Sandy's $350 mobile home was last used as a mobile office. There's a room that he can, which could be turned into bedroom, one room that could be a kitchen, another that could be a living area, and a small bathroom without a shower or tub. Okay. Close to the center of Fort Worth, land being cleared near the West Fort Trinity River to make way for new development. And making way for something new is this 950 square foot house. Well, that's just that. That's it right up there. Look who's sitting in the front looking at the house.
material you want to use to define your space, such as rocks or even shells. Start it off with your support columns of concrete blocks. Cut out your wire frame from concrete reinforcement mesh in the shape of your structure, and then add your fill material. Like a big puzzle, some heavy pieces. Bring your refined touch by adding some cedar pipe tops, creating some work surfaces for grilling. A nice food grade tono or shellac will protect your cedar and bring out richness and warmth from the grain. When you're done, you'll have a long-lasting grill station that will bring a bold statement to your yard. Gary needs. 
layer for impact absorption and a wicking fabric footbed, copper infused to reduce odors. I was like, is this really going to benefit in the air of this system of again? Wow. The best performing orthotic insole you will ever wear. Guaranteed for your money back. Call 1-800-655-2763 or on the web at coppertitbalance.com. Get your performance orthotic insoles for only $24.99. Order right now and your shipping is free. Balance, power, performance, and any age. OfferUp is a new free app that shows you what people are selling you by. It's kind of like a game. Every day there are new surprises. Come on, let's Oh, come on, dining room table. Thank you. 
pushing in, then we're ready for a sheetrock. That's good. Let's get it going. The structural repairs and then have to replace all the wiring off the drywall is eaten into the sister's profit. But at least they're saving money in the kitchen. All we need now is to paint it, countertops, put new knobs on it. We really say this kitchen is going to be great and it's a money saver and we save them from being destroyed. I think that's great. Let's get her. Also, saving some money will be Tony's garage sale. Thank <laughs> you. 
after you walk. Try to put the candle in the bathroom or colorful mosaic in the kitchen. Rocky by Wayfair. For teens, big tile options, and more. Visit Wayfair.com.
You know, you can be, uh, yeah, you can sing, you can perform, you can act even, and you know those things that even the worst person in the world will say fine. In sports, the worst person will be rooting for you, right? But that's now been brought back into question by Trump, I think. You're right, Chris. And even the NBA, it's an international league now. Everybody in the world is watching American sports. Uh, American sports has gone global. The NFL is in London. People care about how we treat our athletes. They care about what we're doing. And it really reflects badly on us overseas. Yeah, I remember Hitler referring to our uh, black auxiliary back in the 30s. Brand new granite. Thus, that's not the last of the work of the kitchen.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.